Hello everyone, welcome back to the Average Football Pod, the Average Pod for Average Football Fans. My name's Craig Turner, I hope you enjoyed your week so far and hope you're looking forward to the weekend's fixtures. So, after last week, um, I need to make a little apology. So, I said if you're looking for goals, look at the Man City Bright, um, Burnley game. Now, that was awful of me. I do apologise, because that was only 2-0. Um, and after last week forgetting his name, Bobby Vermeer scores a hat-trick, doesn't he? So, um, there we go. So, um, there we go. Who knew? Who knew Watford were going to be really bad last week and couldn't defend for Toffee? Danny Rose had an awful game, even though it weren't, hard, weren't, it weren't all this fault at the end of the day because the um, right midfielder didn't really give him much um, support either. So, um, yeah, I've got that all really wrong. But, I was right about the Villa Wolves game. I said that was going to be a good game. It should have been on telly. And how, you know, Aston Villa chucking a two-goal lead um, away at the 80th minute, 80th minute and to lose 3-2. Absolutely incredible. So that should be on telly. I'm not going to talk about Leicester Main Light. I'm not going to talk about that. But, oh, oh dear. So, so disappointing. Oh, there we go. That's That's football. That's the way the Premier League is. So, um, now we will talk about the main um, Liverpool game later on, um, but that'll be the last thing we talk about, or the last Premier League thing I talk about, because we've got some fascinating games in Europe this week as well. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that this week. Um, but let's talk about the Premier League games this coming weekend. So starting tonight, Friday, on Sky Sports, Arsenal versus Aston Villa. And then Saturday You've got Chelsea versus Norwich, which is the 12.30 kickoff in BT Sport. Then you've got the 3 o'clock, which is Southampton, Burnley. Leeds versus Wolves. Everton versus Watford. Palace versus Newcastle. And then Brighton versus Man City, which is the 5.30 kickoff on Sky Sports. And then on Sunday, you've got West Ham versus Spurs. Uh, Brentford versus Leicester at 2. And then to finish off the Sunday, you've got May United versus Liverpool. At 4.30. So, every week, let's talk about the first game of the weekend. So, start the weekend off. Or the what the Premier League like to call the game week now is... First game is Arsenal versus Aston Villa. Now, this could be a really, really good game. Or it could be a really, really bad game. <laughs> Just can't make out what it's going to be. Because Arsenal defensively are starting to get their act together a little bit with some of the with some of the performances they've done but they were the they were the second best team against Palace I know it's a weird thing to say because there's only two teams but Palace were the best side on Monday night and in a strange way Arsenal will be buoyed by the fact they got a draw out of this game um because they didn't deserve it at all they did not deserve the draw um and a a last-minute winner or draw from Lacazette gives him a boost going into this game. I don't think he'll start, but um, and Abamyang is starting to score goal. Is 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 the Abamyang from a couple of years ago almost? And um, not a lot of people are talking about him, but there is sort of build-up about him now. Um, and if Arsenal can get their defence sorted out and just get party playing consistently, then Arsenal could do well. Aston Villa, on the other hand, uh, like I said, they were 2-0 up, going into the 8th minute, and they lose 3-2. 
they would be sickened by that, and they want the cor- they will want to correct the wrongs from last week. Um, yes, it's a Midland derby, and there's all these stuff going on about Midland derbies. So and derbies generally, so they sort of bring out the best in players in big games like that. But Villa will want to bounce back and want to show that they're not. They're the side that people should be talking about and the side that people should be thinking, oh, this team could burst into Europe this year via Conference League or Europa League. I, I think Europa League might be just out of their grasp a little bit. Conference League might be the, the 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 way to get into Europe potentially for them, which is odd saying that because um, the, the positive thing about the Conference League is it does give teams like Aston Villa a chance to play in Europe and it does give them that little boost to go, oh, we're a European side. Let's build from next year. Let's get into the Europa League and build, build, build from there. So definitely something to look at tonight. Um, there could be goals in this. Villa don't really keep clean sheets uh, other than against Man United. Um, uh, and Arsenal, yeah, it's a tricky one. It's a difficult one. It will be a good game tonight and um Danny Ings and Ollie Watkins could give Ollie Watkins loves a big side, so um, he could give some Arsenal some good problems tonight. So uh, it will be a good game to watch, and um, I sh- I will be watching that, actually. I'll probably watch it on my iPad tonight and just have it on in the background while I watch it. So um, yeah, it could be an interesting one. Definitely to a nice game to start the weekend with. I feel. Um, so there we go. All right, Saturday. Um, We'll talk about the first game on Saturday, which is Chelsea-Norwich. There's no Lukaku, no Timo Werner. Both got ankle injuries. Both out for a couple, for about four or five weeks. Um, I thought there was Lukaku was absolutely banging the hat-trick and stuff like that. So if you've listened to the Fantasy Football Pod, I talk about that in that. Um, but this could be a little... This is a little boost for Norwich in a way. Um, with no no recognised strikers... Havertz is not really scoring. Mount's not really performing well. This it won't be a drubbing. I don't think. I think it will be maybe a two, maybe even three nil win to Chelsea. But it will give Norwich, in a strange way, this could give Norwich a little bit of confidence going into next next lot of fixtures. Going, hey, we didn't concede, we didn't get run over by Norwich. So it could be a positive. Norwich has kept two clean sheets in the last two games against Burnley and Brighton. They're they're a completely different kettle of fish to Chelsea, but Brighton are playing well and Burnley are always solid. So they, you've got to look at that and go, that's not too bad, not too bad. So definitely something to look out for this weekend in that game. Uh, it's the first game on Saturday at twelve thirty. Um, so Everton versus Watford, we're going to talk about uh, the three o'clock kickoff. Um, hopefully this Ranieri has seen what his sides like now. And hopefully over the training pitch this week, he has lit a rocket up a little, a little bit because the Liverpool game last week was awful for them. Absolutely awful. And it was everywhere. It weren't just defensively. They were bad up top. I, I flicked on after. I think I, I turned on the telly within the first, uh, after 30 minutes of the game. It just seemed like there was no atmosphere. It was really flat. It was still nil-nil. It was just really flat. No... No crowd noise, nothing. It was almost like it was a game behind closed doors like it was last year. You could hear the players shouting. And you just think, that's not what Watford needed that game. They need the fans to be on their side. And uh, playing at Goodson is probably not the best thing for them. Um, but in a way, Everton are 
are, are playing well. Benitez is making them look solid. Um, they were, I think they were lucky not to get a draw against West Ham last weekend. Again, there's no Calvert-Lewin, which is a big loss for Everton because Rondon is not a dominant Calvert-Lewin by any stretch. Um, and you just think they just need that little bit of boost just to get that goal scoring. If they had him in, things might be a little bit different. They might be up a little bit higher on the table. Um, people might be talking about him a little bit more in terms of European places. Um so that could be a really interesting uh, game. Uh, don't know if Carson's back. So I haven't. I'm I'm recording this early morning. So uh, Benitez hasn't gave any team updates or anything like that so far. So or he hasn't done his press conference. So I don't know what the team lineup will be. So this could be two, three goals in this game. So maybe Watford might finally kick themselves into shape. And Ranieri's literally let a rocket of him. And this could be a completely different Watford side from last week. So who knows? Expect massive changes in the Watford side as well from last week's performance. So Danny Rose, I can't see him starting. But he had a bad week last week. But it wasn't all his fault. And there's been some reports about um, Ben Foster and his YouTube channel. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, he's, he's, he's a good goalkeeper. So let him do what he's doing. He's great at it. So leave him alone. Okay, next game, three o'clock again. Palace versus Newcastle. So, interesting game as Palace played really well against Arsenal, and they should go into this game with a lot of confidence. Going, we can play well, we can beat anyone, and or beat everyone, and do. And they've got a young side gradually coming together. Lost a lot of players last year, and they should feel confident going into this game. And um, they shouldn't be. Dis- they should be disappointed that they didn't win. They were the better side. Um, and hopefully Palace will come to this game just oozing with confidence. Um, Conor Gallagher has been absolutely fantastic for Palace this year. Um, Edouard is starting to find his feet at Palace. Um, Zaha should be back, which will give him a little bit more attacking threat. And also Ben Teke played well against Arsenal. Could this be... Vieira be the manager that gets the best out of Benteke because Benteke hasn't been the player he was against when he was at Villa. You know, it's almost like he was a one-trick pony a little bit, and then he got his move to Liverpool, lost loads of confidence, went back to went to Palace, and just never found the goal scorer. And we all know he's he's there. He can score goals. He's a good player. On the Newcastle side of things, they sacked Steve Bruce, um, and Graham Jones is in charge of this game. I don't know if there's going to be a massive amount of difference between the Bruce and Jones team. Um, I don't know if they'll be defensively stronger. I don't know what changes he'll make. I don't know if he'll make any. I know a lot of Newcastle fans were unhappy that Callum Wilson came off after 60 minutes, but the guy hasn't been fit. So maybe he couldn't last the 90 minutes. So that's maybe why he came off. Um, there could be that whole new manager bounce situation that coming with Newcastle against Palace. So Newcastle might have their tails up a little bit for this game. But um, it's a tricky game. It's a tricky, tricky game for Newcastle. And if they lose, they'll be more clamouring to get a manager in. I I don't... Hearing all the reports on podcasts and radio, because I don't really read the papers that much and read the internet, um, they're all saying about these these luxury managers, but like they've all said, that why would anyone go in there as a part-time manager for someone that's better than them later on down the line? It's a it's a really it's it's not a tantalising job to have almost. You want to know that you're going to be the manager there for the long term rather than short term. 
So um, we'll see how that goes. Right. Um, we can talk about the last game on Saturday, Brighton versus Man City. This um, could be a really good game in terms of entertainment because both teams play entertainment football. Um, Pep loves Graham Potter's side. He said last year that he really admires Graham Potter. Graham Potter's a really good up-and-coming manager. Brighton haven't really lost a game in a while either. So um, this is the first big test of Brighton, I think, this year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they get on against um, a Man City side that are playing really well, really good football. Um, last uh, midweek game against uh, Brugger was Man City just looked so comfortable. What I heard, heard on the radio, and they were just Brugger was just there, just chasing shadows by the sounds of it. Saw the highlights. Phil Foden looks like he's now found his feet um, after missing a lot of the start of the season. Kevin De Bruyne as well. Um, they're looking really strong. Also, I think Man City will put a strong side out this week because they've got uh, Carabao Cup uh, midweek and they'll just rest all their players. So going into the week after's fixtures. So um, definitely have a look at that. Brighton, on the other hand, defensively looking strong. Um, they're unlucky not to get bounty against Norwich. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how Brighton put up with Pep's attacking threats, really. Because they're scoring goals all over the shop as well. It's not just up top because they haven't got a striker, but you've got Cancelo scoring, you've got Walker scoring, you've got you know defenders are scoring, mid midfielders are scoring, the top are scoring. So you just you just don't know what the score could be. It could be a three nil, could be a five nil, it could be a one nil. But it'll be a really really interesting game, and the Brighton fans will be really behind Man City going into this game. So it should be a really really good one to watch. Um, on Saturday night. So by all means, watch that one. Ex enjoy it. Now, going to move on to Sunday. You've got a London derby, West Ham versus Spurs. Both teams are coming off really good victories um, last weekend. And West Ham coming off a nice victory midweek. Spurs, not so much, but they did put a reserve side out for that game. Um, Southern Kane are now firing on on a little bit of form. Um, Son has scored and got an assist in his last three games. So have a look. You know, Son's doing really well. This could be a little bit of a potent threat. Kane's finally stopped his goal-scoring um, duct. So he's... I, I didn't know this, but I heard this the other day. Kane scored 10 goals already this year. Um, so he's not like he's gone the, the season without scoring. He has scored 10 games goals. He's just not scored the Premier League. And got the 10 goals that he scored have been in the League Cup and Conference League, so he should be scoring against them teams. But he's not a striker out of form. And the goal he took against Newcastle was not a striker out of form. It was a striker that looks quite confident in his own abilities because it was a really, really tricky goal to score and a really good goal to score. Uh, West Ham, Ben Rama is playing well. Antonio is playing well. Bong has scored two goals in two games. So they're scoring goals from defence as well and set pieces. So... Um, it could be a really good game to watch. Um, and the other one is um, Brentford versus Leicester. Vardy scoring goals for fun. Um, Daka has scored uh, five goals in the last two games. Brentford battered Chelsea on uh, Saturday night. I missed the game, but um, I had Brent Brentford were really unlucky not to get anything out of that Chelsea game. It was probably Chelsea's hardest game of the season. They've played, they played Chelsea, uh, Man City. So... It, it just shows how entertaining Brentford will be. And hopefully for Brentford this year, it's not they're not going to be that side. That will be 
that you see every year in the Premier League when they get promoted. A team that plays really, really, really attacking football, really good. And then by Christmas, they've just fallen down the league a little bit. They've lost a few games. And then you get pundits in the media saying, oh, then they'll now start playing defensive football. They need to sort of look where they are in the league and sort of not be so attacking. You know, Brentford are really entertaining. If they keep going the way they are, they will stay up. But they just need to be careful about where they're going to go. Um, Leicester have scored eight goals in the last two games. Um, granted, they've conceded goals. Um, they look slightly questionable at the back at the moment, which is not like Leicester. But up top, Tielemans is playing well. Daka, Vardy, Iniacho are all playing well. Madison, by all accounts, played really well against Spartak Moscow on Wednesday. So hopefully he's now sort of coming back into some form into this game and hopefully will give Leicester a little boost going into the weekend against um, Brentford. Now, it'll be remiss of me to talk about the big game. This is the biggest game in the Premier League. Uh, this is the biggest derby that everyone talks about. Mainly like Liverpool. Um, these games don't provide a lot of goals. Um, it's either 3-1 or 3-2, um, and it's 1 in 10 games these happen. And we had that last year with the FA Cup. When you look at the other fixtures, it was a nil-nil. It was 1-0, something like that, 2-0. It weren't great. They're not entertaining games. They're quite bitty, scratchy. They're slack-like a quality in them as well. And this is the first game fans have been back in for two years. So United fans will be really up for this game. Hopefully there's a bit of spice to it. There's not been a spicy game within these two for a couple of years. Not since Gerard was playing. He got sent off within like 30 seconds. There, hasn't, there needs to be that little bit of spice. And hopefully the midfielders can do that. And, and the United fans get behind United as well to, to really buoy them. The problem with United at the moment is defensively they're poor, really poor. I'm not sure if Maguire's fit. Um... And I think the fact that they need him playing shows how desperate and how Oli doesn't rate Lindelof, by and Jones, the defenders that they've got left in the central midfielders have got left. So there's an issue there. Um, in terms of the up top, Greenwood's playing well, um, firing. Renata, uh, Rashford has scored two and two after missing the start of the season. So he's looking like he's fully fit, ready to go. And, could cause Liverpool some problems. United will cause United prob- uh, Liverpool problems because you've got um, Alexander-Arnold and Robertson that loves going up top and loves going to attack. And they like to overload the top, but they don't really defend that well. So this is where United could exploit him with a bit of pace with Greenwood, Sancho, Rashford on the wings, really exploit him. Then you've got Ronaldo up top. Ugh. I think this is a game for Cavani, personally. I think Cavani just constantly harrowing the defenders, constantly chasing down players. This is a game for him. And you watch him midweek against um, Atlanta, Atlanta when he came on. He passed the ball to the corner, thinking that someone's there. He chased his own pass down. So you want players like that in your side, and you want players that will will give you that little bit of energy up top. And Cavani is that player. I hope he plays, but... I. Ronaldo will probably start, but I think Cavani should start over him. But there we go. That's my opinion. Liverpool, on the other hand, Salah, Mane, Firmino, all scoring goals for fun and looking strong up top. Salah's the best player in the world at the moment, and you cannot, there's no one near him. 
at this moment in time. No one close to him. He's that good at the moment. And I hate saying that as a United fan. Um, it will be really interesting to see what the game is be like. It will be a very scratchy. I think there'll probably be some war words today from Klopp and Solskjaer. There will probably be some words said going into the weekend and something controversial being said by one or the other. Um, or both. Who knows? Hopefully it's going to be a physical game. Be interested to see what Liverpool like when the physicality comes into it as well. I know they play Atletico Madrid and that's a tough game in itself. But Madrid sort of just went off the boil a little bit. They were awful first 15 minutes. Played well. The sending off didn't help them. It would have been maybe a different game. So it could be really interesting to see how that game kicks on. So hopefully it'll be a lovely little game on Sunday and hope you'll all watch it and hope you'll all enjoy it. Um, just going to mention a championship game this week, which I haven't done before. Um, it's Fulham against Forest. Oh, Forest against Fulham in the championship this weekend. It's three o'clock on Sunday. Um, it won't be on telly, unfortunately. Um, but Forest haven't lost a game in the last six games. And they're scoring goals. If you look at their form, they are scoring goals. Fulham, on the other hand, um, want to bounce back into the premiership. They're scoring goals. They're looking good. And it could be a really, really entertaining game to watch. Um, this game so fortunately it's not on telly but keep an eye on it if you can over trackers and stuff like that could be a very interesting game could be some goals in it now it's massive weekend in Europe this week don't worry about tonight there's a Bundesliga there's some games going on around Europe don't worry about tonight don't worry about Saturday there's nothing interesting on Saturday Bayern Munich and Dortmund are playing but they're not playing anyone of importance and not really games that you go oh that's going to be a tricky game Bayern Munich by the way the other night looked Absolutely awesome against Benfica. Um, we're looking at Sunday. Sunday is the big day. Sunday is there's big games on. Now, if you've got La Liga TV, you will be tuned, and you don't ha- like United or Liverpool, then you've got Barcelona and Real Madrid this weekend. It's the first game about Messi, and Ronaldo hasn't been there for three years, but it's about them two. No Ramos either. So, you know, that guaranteed yellow card that you expect every Classico, that's not there anymore. This is going to be fascinating. Right, Real Madrid will beat Barcelona this weekend. Um, Real Madrid look so much more confident, comfortable in their own selves. Um, and Benzema looks incredible at the moment. Um, I watched little bits of the highlights of the Shakhtar game because I was watching the BT Goal School um, program. And Vinicius Junior looked good as well. And then that's not even got Bale or Hazard playing. So you look at that and you think Real Madrid have got strength there and they look strong and I think they're just going to be too strong for Barcelona. This is probably one of the worst Barcelona sides for a couple of year, for a few years. They're just trying to rebuild. They've got crippling debt. So um, for all you football manager fans out there, the, no, the beta came out last night. Um, have a look at Barcelona. Their targets could be really interesting. It could be a really good challenge for football manager for anyone that, that likes playing that. Um, they just I I think Madrid will win it'll be interesting to see how much by um, and it'll be interesting where Koeman sits after this game as well in terms of where his position all is in terms of job uh, another uh, so that's 3 o'clock um, Sunday another match BT both games are on BT Sport on Sunday evening so you could have one on your TV and then one on your iPad or laptop or you can have laptop iPad if you've got both or TV, whatever you need to do. Um, so, big clubs in Italy are playing, and the biggest clubs in France are playing. So, you've got Juventus versus Inter. 
or Inter versus Juventus, and you got Marseille versus PSG. Um, now I'm going to try and watch one of them at least. Um, this the Inter Juventus game is going to be a really good game to watch because both teams are got good um, results midweek. Yeah, Juventus had a fantastic um, result against Roma, even though Roma were probably the better side. Uh, Inter are looking to bounce back from losing 1-0 to Lazio, but they did beat Sheriff 3-1 in midweek. Uh, there's some good goals in that as well, if you haven't seen them. Um, Juventus are 7th in the league at the moment, and if they get a win, they'll go above Inter. Uh, Inter still want to keep in touch with Napoli, who haven't really lost a game so far. So um, that will be a really good game to watch. And then the other one is Marseille versus PSG. PSG were not convincing against Leipzig in the Champions League this weekend. Uh, sorry, midweek. Uh, Massey found his scoring boot, scored two. Don't know why he didn't take the penalty. There we go. Mbappe said he gave him the penalty. Um, they just look a bit dodgy at the back. They just don't look strong. They've they've gone really strong up top and nothing back. And um, you, they want to play pressing, but Messi and Mbappe don't press. Um, Neymar might play, but he didn't play midweek. Um, we are coming to that time where his sister's birthday's coming, so he might not be playing. <laughs> so who knows? And then you've got all the stuff going on with Icardi. If you haven't heard about Icardi, look it up. Absolutely incredible what's going on with that man. So don't expect him to be on the bench uh, midweek. That is fascinating stuff going on there. And what I read this morning, Messi's fell out of him once Cardi gone. So expect him to go to Newcastle um, in January. Um, Marseille really need to get a win here because they're sitting third and they're 10 points already behind PSG. PSG have got a nice little comfortable lead in league and, and expect that league to finish by February because PSG just are so strong compared to everyone else. It's basically who's fighting for second um, this coming year. Um, and also uh, Mbappe does like a goal against Marseille. So expect maybe a goal from Mbappe this weekend. Another game is uh, in the Netherlands. Um, it's PSG versus Ajax. That's another big game. So you've got four massive games this weekend on Sunday. It's just picking what what you, five actually, including Man United Liverpool. So five games, big big weekend. You've got uh, Man United Liverpool, the Classico, the Derby d'Italia. You've got the um, the Classic, and then you've got the PSG versus Ajax game. So it's it's a smorgasbord of absolute enjoyment right there. So um, so if you want to email and uh, email me, then you can. Uh, it's the average football pod at gmail.com. I hope you'll... And also, uh, wherever you get your pods, if you can rate this nice and high, that'd be great and lovely. Um, I hope you all have a lovely weekend. I hope you all enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the football and have and be safe. And I will speak to you all next week. See you later. Bye.